These arms of mine They are lonely Lonely And feeling blue These arms of mine Wanting you And if you Would Let them Hold you How grateful Grateful I will arms of a man They are burning Burning From wanting you These arms of a man
Welcome to Galty and the Gators Blues and News Show. Good to see you all again. We'll hear you. You know what I mean. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was these arms of mine. I can't hear myself. Is it, it must be that we do that. Possibly, yeah. Um, that was uh, these arms of mine. I don't know how many different versions have must have been played on the radio of that. I know I've played a few myself. Yeah, I, I, that um, personally is one of my favourites. Like, but that was Colin James. And I don't. I'm not sure that everybody will know who Colin James is. Possibly not. However, um, don't worry because you'll be you'll be fully clued up by the time you listen to our show today. So, he was he was a lovely guy. Eh? You got I had just had a car accident, so I was like, I'm just going to sit here. And yeah. Feel sorry for I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I tell you but what, though. You chatted to him. Yeah, and and he did ask for you. I well, I heard it all. I just yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting <laughs> going, can can. Remember I, me? <laughs> I, I, I ask him this, ask him that. <laughs> tell uh, him about my favourite song, my favourite song. So yeah, I, I kind of like me better, I remember <laughs> that. And I told, I, but I'll tell you what, oh. I did think about you because I included that in the playlist. Oh, so uh, it was, and he was on for ages. Yeah, I, it was great. I, he actually, his, his agent went, um, how long do you need them? I says, well, you know, 15, 20 minutes, a good solid time would do. Although when I set the meetings up, it's usually half an hour that the app says, so I just go with that. And if it's shorter or longer, I'm not bothered. I'm still grateful for it either or. And he was like, right, great, set it up, fine. And I was like, open mind, I was like, <laughs> before, I was like, Fiona, Fiona, he's had seven Junos, he's, he's toured with Stevie Ray Vaughan, he is never going to show up. And then he was actually there early and he was like, Two seconds. Remember, can you get the sound to it? <laughs> he couldn't get I know. He <laughs> and was then he proud. got it on and he, he just thought he did just one another. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. I know. I tell you what, though, this show is called um, What is Success? It's probably one of many, yeah, mm-hmm. because there's so many people on board. But um, so the reason he's important is because a Juno in Canada is the equivalent of a Grammy in America. So he's won seven. He's got the fastest selling. Um, album release in Canadian history, bearing in mind that Shania Twain and, uh, you know, um, Nickelback. Uh, Nickelback and Rush are all Canadian. Avril Lavigne, yep. she Canadian? Right, Probably, so. she looks it. But anyway, um, so the thing is, like, that's a massive, massive, like, thing to, you know, mm-hmm. what a milestone, eh? So there's that, but there's also the fact that after the pandemic and after speaking to him and realising that the things that he's grateful for are the exact same things as me, he also sees success slightly differently to everybody else. And, funnily enough, when I spoke to Joey Landreth, he t- called him the ultimate Canadian. Yeah, oh, I can see Canadian as well, aren't they? Yeah. My favourite YouTubers of the, the, the moment are Canadian. Oh, I right enough, aye. Oh, they are all of them. <laughs> I'm going to go move in with them. No, um, you're not. <laughs> 
I don't think they'd have me here, right? No, I don't think so either. I'm going to phone them now. <laughs> um, but no, they're just living my life. I just get to watch them doing it instead. Yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, yeah, but but they're just so lovely. Sorry. So, um, but imagine spending Christmas like living in a snow globe. <laughs> and I know, I know that would be great. <laughs> Aye. So we we'll won't do that one day. Oh, that'll be your success. It, eh? It'll need to be Canada. I think. <laughs> Well, it's not actually a bad thing now, is it really? We can just call our friends from a fancier jam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll be, I'll be mostly audience participation. So, will we put the first of our chats on? Yeah. Because we've got we've got quite a few for you. Um, it's a cracking wee show we've got today, so here you go and enjoy. Well, I actually had everything going for me when I was in my 20s. You know, I was signed to a big American label, Virgin Records America. They only had Keith Richards and Iggy Pop when I signed. And, um, but sometimes life doesn't go exactly how you plan it. Oh, I know, I know. I, you can't judge. I, you know, you just don't know exactly what's going to happen, eh? No, I mean, we had, I, I opened up for Little Feet all through the States. Uh, Steve Winwood, Robert Plant. Wow. Keith Richards. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, we, we you know, I think, between 1989 or 1988 and 1993, there was a window of where Roots Music Americana was doing really well. And as soon as 1993 hit, that was gone. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. So. You're just sitting there staring at <laughs> I know, it's so yes cool. No. Do you want to let him hear, actually, go and hear him talk about um, his buddy guy tour. Oh, no, no, actually. Let's hear him talk about Stevie Avon. I was already there, see that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you love both of them. <laughs> I know. So Steve Rayvon had a publicist named Charlie Comer. Charlie Comer was a Liverpudlian. And Charlie had come over with the Beatles way back in the 60s. So Charlie was the publicist for Steve Ray, for Jimmy Vaughn, for the Marley family, Bob Marley, and um, ended up being my publicist. So oh, Stevie really? told me about Patty... Charlie told Patty that I was a Celtic music fan and uh, Patty showed up at my gig in New York one time and we were friends ever since but uh, I hadn't seen him for years and of course he passed on now. So I don't know about you guys right but I'm already like I listened to this for the second time thinking You were there? <laughs> yeah you were speaking to me about this stuff and there's a really really cool story about a song in particular um, that was written by a guy in particular from a band in particular <laughs> about a film in particular that everybody knows and thinks it's Taj Mahal and I think that was the coolest story ever I just I I just like listening to it all I like how everybody's oh I think I know how you go with that you tired so of it shattered tired um, of I think uh, I just like listening because they just talk I obviously am aware that they're normal people, right? And I'm not overly starstruck, no matter who it is. I, I was a, a bit of a, you know, visual mess when you hit were video chatting by Mark Broussard. But otherwise, you know, I think, no, the people, they put their trousers on the same as the rest of us. Well, however, wait a minute. Wait, well, wait, wait. No, I'm going to call wait, you on this. No. My, my point is... <laughs> That's not strictly true, but we'll get to that. <laughs> well, who? Well, let's... Cast our mind back to our friends over in Memphis. Uh-huh. Remember Christmas when you were crying? What? 
Do you not remember how you got a Christmas message? Because your other Aye, cousin. but it was cool. That's, I mean, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But I don't mean that. <laughs> I just mean, I don't expect them to be sitting there with a tiara on and, you know, and, and not. They just talk to you I'm because they I'm are. I'm almost just certain that Damien Pearson would be raging if you made them wear a tiara and give them. <laughs> well, it would go with his furry hat that he had on him personally. But <laughs> no, you know what I mean? They are just normal people. But when you start talking to them, because I think because we don't have an interview technique, if you unless you call having a normal conversation, yeah, technique, yeah I know, I know. I it know. means you bring out the human in them. I think, yeah, as long as you're human enough yourself, aye. aye. We're I not mean, sitting we're here with cue cards and. No, I mean we do the radio show the exact same. Yeah, so. Aye, so. So I think uh, I tell you, I think personally, you could probably let them hear the wee story about um, she caught the kitty. Is that all right? Aye. I just, I do a lot of talking in these shows, eh? And I, and I would like to to leave the artist to get the the, the excitement out instead, you know? And I see, um, what I found about, about this was I'm sitting there on the other side of the room and, uh, and I'm like, you know, aware of how bizarre it is that these topics were coming up from his side and it's stuff that was very relevant to us at that particular time. Um, you'd only just decided you were going to start trying to learn to sing that song, and then yeah. you started talking about it. And I'm I, like, I know. Oh. I tell you what, the the maddest thing. You now I didn't. D- I deliberately didn't put this in uh, to the show, not because I wasn't proud of that particular moment, but because I had already experienced my own part of success thanks to yourself and and Dave Arcari and Michael Messer and all these other guys who were behind me, and um, you know. That gig for me last week was was perfect for for as far as success goes. Eh? But um, the fact that uh, he was sitting like weeks before with his guitar, and I was he was asking about Bucka White. Do I like that because I'm into Delta stuff? And I was like, Yeah, I, lo- I love him actually. Um, in fact, I'm learning um, Aberdeen, Mississippi blues. Um, you know, do you like that? says yeah but he's got that whole technique with playing the guitars you know smacking it and that and you know that's just something I can't do I'd love to be able to do that and funnily enough rather than me going I'll show you the video I did a video I had a eureka moment because you were staring at me across the room like that you better not send the video you better do it so I played this whole technique in front of him and the last thing I, I recall him saying to me is can I make to Scotland? Maybe you can show me how to do that. Now, this is a guy who I saw first of all on BBC TV. Mm. That's how I come across him. It wasn't his album; it was his <laughs> his TV appearance, right? And when I brought it up, he was like, "Oh, wow, you remember that? Wow, that was a long time ago." His hair, he was talking about me. Yeah, so it was quite a humbling experience. And then the whole story about she caught the kitty ties in with, like, like you're saying you know something that we were kind of doing mm. together and that in the house eh? so I I think you should stick that story on if that's alright absolutely when yeah, I was, uh, absolutely brilliant when I was uh, probably 16 or 17 my job I got a job remember Yank Rachel Yank Rachel was part of the Mississippi Cheeks yeah, yeah. like uh Sleepy John S. Days, Yank Rachel. So I got a job to, to back up Yank Rachel when I was like really young. Uh, I just had to look after him for like a weekend. 
Yeah. And uh, it was a trip, man. He was 80 something at the time and he played mandolin. And he wrote, he wrote, uh, she caught the Katie. Oh, that was, what? what? He, he, wrote, she had, he, he had a, he had a, uh, he had a royalty check for like $5,000 that he kept in his uh, mandolin case so he could show everybody from the, <laughs> from the blues, from the blues brothers. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that song. Oh, I love that yeah. song. I and he would, album. he would, he would flip his mandolin. So he'd get all the people into it and then, but he was pretty old. And then he'd flip his mandolin and the crowd would just go, would yeah, just go nuts, yeah. man. Yeah, it was. I had the uh, weird distinction of watching Monty Python with him on TV. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's right. And he was I, like, I, was it's amazing though. It's amazing though. I think um, one thing I've learned about um, musicians in general is we all, the, the ones that are like honest about what we want to achieve, we, we all come from the same kind of struggling place to try and do it, you know? And the good people in that in that kind of circle of people are um, the ones that still speak to you. Like, the, like, I know how many thousand followers you've got. You don't have any reason at all to have to talk to me today, you know? You know, but you still took the time. No, but you still took the time. You know, we've got this massive show that's, you know, that's got millions of listeners every week. You know, we're just this wee independent, you know, but you still took the time. And yeah. and somebody else who's like that, who springs to mind right away is uh, Michael Messer. He's a good friend of mine, uh, but okay. he, he's done a lot of stuff. He's been like in every guitar magazine in Britain. He's got uh, Messer's Mitra. You should check them out. It's like Indian slide guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he's, I think he was rated as one of the best 10 slide players of all time. Oh, but he's yeah. a lovely, yeah, honestly. He's, yeah, done yeah, some, yeah, he's done some cool stuff, kind of like yourself, you know, if you don't, if nobody points him out sometimes, you just slips under the radar, eh? But I mean, yeah, he's yeah. cool stuff, but he's also helped me, and, you know, I just think it's it's quite an amazing feeling to to know that there's still people, that no matter how well they do in music, they're still nice enough to, to take time for the people who are still trying, you know? You know, I, I think about it like a guy like John Hammond, you know? John's never... Yes, he was born to some privilege and he had a father who was a famous producer. But John had to do it on his own, you know. I mean, John John's relationship with his you know, the the history of John Hammond Sr. and, and, and John. And I've known John Hammond. I got to meet him when I was like sixteen years old and I phoned oh. him up and I asked him if he'd meet me for breakfast when I was like a kid. And he yeah. said yes. Oh, wow. And I met and I met him for breakfast, and and uh, he was so nice. And I, I've run into him over all those years. And John's one of those guys that would play for, you know, tons of people, and then play to ten people. Yeah, you know, because I, he wasn't a big star. He was someone who was like a layman player, who wasn't going to stop playing for anyone. And and yeah. I just really respect that about John. You know, I. I
get home as fast as I want my very best as I want to. That's off his new album, actually, right? And um, it's called Open Road, if you, in case you're unsure. Colin James, Open Road, definitely worth checking out. He's got another amazing s- song on it called Raging River. And uh, 
the, the slide plane on it's incredible, which is my own personal love about it. But however, so he also told us about this amazing new tour he's got coming up, and he's quite grateful for the mandates and that being lifted a bit in Canada because of that. So um, he's going to be opening for Buddy Guy, I believe, for 21 shows. So he's going to talk about it now. Here we go. Um, we are going on the road with Buddy Guy. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah. So we start with Buddy Guy in Los Angeles on March uh, 13th. Yeah. And um, thank God for, you know, <laughs> I never thought I'd say thank God for uh, lowered mandates. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You know, because I'm all, I'm all for getting va vaccinated and, and doing your part. Uh, but I'm actually pretty glad right now that we're going out because uh, yeah. fantastic venues we're playing the ryman auditorium in nashville oh wow yeah that would be awesome yeah we're playing austin city limits in austin with him so i'm really really pumped about it so that that's really it and just uh trying to think of the best set list i can do in front of buddy so there you go that's him talking about what he's going to be doing um definitely keep your eyes open Hopefully um, this will be available everywhere for you to do here as well, and then um, you'll 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 catch up on that. Now the next guy that's going to be an element of this show is going to be a guy called Catfish Keith, and he's actually living his own dream, but um, he's also up for a BMA with his new album, isn't he? So um, we'll uh, we'll we'll hear one of the songs. It's actually my favourite song off it, to be fair, but it's also got a cool story because I spoke to him as well. So let's hear that as well. <laughs> to be a man. 
So there we go. There we go. All right. That's you. You're doing a me impression, are you? That's pretty good, like, to be fair. That's fairly accurate. Um, so that was Catfish Keith, who is also a really, really lovely guy. Turns out he knows everybody that we know. Eh? <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> he actually knows, like, literally every single person that we've mentioned. And we've mentioned to them that we were talking to <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're like oh actually in fact Michael Messer went actually funnily enough I met Keith in 1989 and I was like oh really he's like yep I thought like, that's really really cool to be fair so um, that song you just heard was Bimini Gal it's actually a cover and I didn't know that until I asked him about it because I told him so the the, the reason we're doing the show is um, success right yes and there's, there's, it was kind of inspired by a lot of our friends being up for awards. Yes, I, I, in fact, I tell you, two in particular, picture on the show, three mm. in, uh, three in particular. Actually, to be fair, we were sitting six, trying to figure it out. Six, six, eight, eight, <laughs> eight in particular. <laughs> trying to figure it out. So we figured it would do like, um, we'd just put the names shows in, in the hat and pick names. Yeah, in. Aye, <laughs> so we're going to do a few shows just to bolster their, their um, chances of. You know, getting awards, but well, so that anybody that's maybe not had the opportunity to hear them, um, that that would be voting gets. You know, you have to you have to be in the same position as us to be sitting there going. Um, so you know, ah, yeah, and, and the other thing is as well. I mean, there's certain music involved today that we would not normally play. So we wouldn't normally play blues rock. Wouldn't Unless it really. was a specific, specific show about it, I suppose. Yeah, know. but I mean, really, we wouldn't, would we? I mean, it's not something we want to touch with a barge pole half the time. Otherwise, we'd have Joe Bonavasso on every week, you know, or something like that. But the guy that we've got on and who's up for an award in that genre is oh, easily, ama- <laughs> easily amazing. Ah, but he's, he's inspired at a complete show of I, his own. I, I, absolutely, and so it just shows you that his blues is real and it's not the yeah, rock so side and of it, it and it shows it has to st- yeah so it and, has how to made the album, and how uh-huh. we made the album and how we made I and that we we maybe you know would go oh well that's not our cup of tea but 
Um, but we're not the kind of people that we go, I don't normally listen to that, so I'm not going to. We give everything yeah, a shot absolutely. and we make our decision. And I tell you what, I'm so mm. glad. I'm so glad we did. And he's a lovely person as well. So, so Land of the Sky, anyway, by Catfish Case, that's the album he's up for. And I said that the reason I loved it so much was because it's only you and a guitar. He says, well, you know what, that's been my dream and I'm now I'm living my dream. And the next song that we're going to play, I believe, is also amazing. And we've got them talking here. Yeah, so I think, first of all, because I've preferred Bimini Girl, and it's a cover, mm-hmm. let's hear them talk about that. Okay. Right, is that cool? Absolutely. Um, do you have a particular favourite um, song on on your new album? Or your latest album, sorry? Um, yeah, I don't know. It There's just... I, I like that I could present the the wide variety and uh, um, one of my favorite moments on the, the album was when I uh, played Bimini Gal, which is a Joseph Spence song. And um, that's a style that uh, I've always loved. And he's a quirky, another real uh, nobody like him type character in music. And um, but to be able to capture uh, kind of the feeling and really the, the delight that he had when he was playing, he sounded like, um, you know, he was just laughing because he, he just loved hearing the sound of what, and he didn't know what he was going to do next. Yeah, so yeah, I got uh, capturing a little bit of that spirit and, um, you know, taking it to my own style really, but uh, um but while wow, he's that's a powerful artist uh. ain't no doctor but I'm a doctor's wife still got something that would save your life he's a dirty mother for you he didn't mean me no good he got drunk this morning Tar at my neighborhood. Want you to come here, come here quick. Don't give me something about to make me sick. He's a dirty mother for you. Didn't mean me no good. He got drunk this morning. Tar at my neighborhood. Talk to the judge and give me some of that good stuff you push. He's a dirty mother for you. Didn't mean me no good. He got drunk this morning. Tired at my neighborhood. Went down to the office, fell down on the floor. Done stuff to me, he won't do no more. He's a dirty mother for you. Drunk this morning, tire out my neighborhood. Look, you baby, what you 
over and you done broke and run. He's a dirty mother for you. Didn't mean me no good. He got drunk this morning, tore out my neighborhood. He's a dirty mother for you. Didn't mean me no good. He got drunk this morning, tore out my Thank you. It's always been my uh, goal and mission forever. I mean, since I was a teenager uh, to get as much as I could on the guitar. All my heroes were sort of the kind of quirky solo performers that go, you know, goes back from, <clears throat> you know, way back in the 20s and 1920s. And I should say 1920s now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1920s and 30s. Uh, you know, all those classic performers that, and there were so many really fascinating ones and they got such a full sound, like the whole world and the whole kind of orchestra was in the guitar. And um, <clears throat> that's what I've been inspired by. And then when I was a teenager, I also, you know, the, the sort of movement of solo guitar was really blossoming at that time. And uh, there are also guitar heroes like Leo Kotke and John Fahey back then. And, um, and Leo's still going strong. And, but uh, that's what I'm inspired by. And, you know, people sometimes say, you know, why don't you record with a band? Well, the sound that I want to present is me playing solo. And that's what Land of the Sky really was. Got a lot. 
lousy dime Like a soulful guy Worried mama all the lonesome times Cool kind only likes to tell me what to do Love a cool can of beer and a bit of Mary Lou She's my baby Jump and scream and shout. Is that if that's not beautiful? I don't know. Just in case you've just joined us, that was Catfish Keith. And before uh, we played a bust him down, um, you heard him having a wee chat there as well. So, um, what did we put on actually before that? It was, um, he's the only one, Freelander, this guy. Oh. Bimini Girl. And no, no, I don't know. Uh-huh, I, I, like um, I need to say, though, right, he's been classed as hypnotic, beautiful, dark, and pure by Premier Guitar. He's regarded as the real acoustic blues king by Rock and Real magazine. He's been all sorts of in fact, pulling blues out of the sky, catfish lays down a foot stomping groove. Right, that's by Acoustic Guitar magazine. He's been honestly reviewed as one of the best in the business by every magazine available. He has done so much for the community as a as a solo acoustic player. He he you know he produces everything pretty much himself. With Penny, Penny Kill, Fishtail Studios. He is literally one of the most approachable people I've ever spoken to. Like, really lovely. And he's also very grateful for, like, much like Colin James and these other guys that we've spoken about, you know, like, he is very approachable and he's mm-hmm. very grateful for our interest in him. Even though we might only get him on another half a dozen listeners, or could be 60, could be 6,000, I suppose, but. You know, let's let's you know, could be only one listener that we get him, and he's still grateful for it, mm. and I think that's really cool. I absolutely. I mean, he's you know, when you look at what he's accomplished, and um, and what he's you know, like he's basically just happy 
So yeah, and I tell you what, we actually found out a really cool wee bit of special knowledge that is also relevant to our previous shows. Remember, we found out that him and Penny were friendly with Jesse Mayhem. Oh, why? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was down to our man Dave actually, because him and Dave are carrier friends also. Actually, I just realised how small this whole community is. I know, it's like Thousands of miles too. apart, eh? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's cool to have family, you know, like, uh, of a musical sense, anyway. You know, so close to you. So. Got his wee voice clip of him. Who's? Oh, oh, why? Prakash's? No. Memphis's? Aye. Uh. Memphis's? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I, sorry, we're just discussing how we forgot to finish the playlist. Before starting the show, because, before we starting <laughs> the show. because we were so like desperate to start, because it's such a good, it's you know, it's a cracker. So because we were desperate to get into it, so we've got we've got people who have been nominated for awards, people who have won awards, but we've also got um, you know, a selection for you of people who are are you know living their dream and and are successful because they've done what they set out to accomplish. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I, that's a good point, yeah. And I tell you, the best, uh, and there's two examples. Are you putting those both at the hour? I thought we could, yeah. So we've got the It's up to you, you're the boss. Let's I not thought, forget that. Um, I thought that we could do that and then we could um, play a couple of Jeremiah Johnson songs before we get into chatting about him. Cool. Also, I need to ask on radio, live, in front of everyone, are you tired? Because you're normally a lot cheekier to me than this. <laughs> I am. Right, okay. That's great. Can you be more tired more <laughs> often? Like, all the time? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a, uh. No, why are you, apo- you apologising <laughs> now? Why, out of all the times that you need to apologise, it's going to be when you're not being wide? I'm sorry, I, are you apologising to the <laughs> listeners? I'm sorry I'm, I'm not sorry, chastising him. I'm sorry. I think it's because we've been on the go and on the go and on the go and then I, I've, I've sat down. We should stop living the weekends like 20 year olds. Actually no, Why does not. It, where does it keep going? Am I, am I <laughs> you maybe put four in there, they'd be there. Yep, <laughs> yep. Three, yeah. two, one. Blast off. Anyway, right, so anyway, so yeah, we're talking about how people have been living their dream, and even though Catfish Keith is up for a, a BMA, he's done all these other amazing things, right. knows all these That's other famous people. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Iowa Blues Hall of Fame, I believe. Is that a thing? Or am I got that wrong? Is it, is can it you Iowa? check? I don't know. I'm not oh, very actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah, that yeah. Iowa? Yep, so he's also played along with uh, John Lee Hooker, Ray Charles, Robert Cray, Coco Taylor, Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal, Taj Mahal, Johnny <laughs> Shines, John <laughs> Fahey, Jesse Mayhem. Well, he was part of her, so I mean, that's I amazing. Know, and you love her. I do. Uh, yeah. I love it. I just, I, I thought she you was You thought she was hot it's and talented her, and just it's so... It's her, like, um, her wee band. Absolutely. Cool. And she had her nails all done. She didn't even get any running water when she was out there. I know, but she managed to get her nails done. <laughs> like else, and look at my matching lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. So she was, she was cool. But that's a thing, though. Like uh, Keith Johnson said as much to us, sure as well that mm-hmm. it's not just about being a blues guy. It's all about presentation as well. It's not just about. Yeah, but the thing was, is what what's so cool about her is her granddad, um, you know, kind of was one of the first 
in that area to get into the whole fife and drum. I know. Uh, we need to do a show on that. And I think. that and that came pre blues. I mean that's like almost yeah. like prehistoric it's, it's music. A, it's <laughs> you know a, it's I mean? African eye. It's cool. In fact the the first thing that we spoke about was uh, to to we Mike McDonald was uh, how his grandfather and his and his great grandfather used to play an actual diddly bow on the side of the house. You know, which is an African instrument. Even though C sixty made it very westernised and popular, it's an African instrument. So Aye, that's I pretty know. cool, and sure. Catfish Keith understands all that because, you know, he, he's got friends in there and he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's circulated with these guys, and he's still, even though he's done all this stuff in life and in music, he still responded to a message saying, all right, man, want to do a wee show with us? And he was like, sure, sounds great, I love a wee podcast, when you're thinking, bearing in mind I'm six hours behind. Mm-hmm. So we sorted it out, and I just found out it was on Penny's uh, birthday as well so I mean you probably what hell for that like <laughs> uh, on my behalf thanks very much <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's put himself out there in all sorts of ways and this is him going to tell you about how even after all that achievement he's still living his dream if I can find the mouse <laughs> that's true and uh, when you know when I was starting to play way back in the 1970s um and I, I just turned 60 years old. And so I was born in 62. So my coming of age was in the early 1970s, really, when I started to play guitar. And um, I, I thought I was the only one in the world that even cared about this kind of music because, um, you know, you couldn't connect with people the way you can now, like, uh, you know, on Facebook and yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's so easy, and um, everybody in the world that's interested can go right to what they're interested in, and uh, yeah, yeah, so I, instead I, I, of I, I, instead of me being um, feeling like I'm the only guy on a on an island somewhere uh, playing this sort of weird kind of music, I didn't know when I started that anybody would even like it, <laughs> or yeah. that I be able to make a living or anything so but i just uh blindly forged ahead with my mission <laughs> and Ooh, uh it's been about the it. same since uh i mean what i envisioned in you know mid 70s when i was 15 years old that's when i sort of had the revelation of what i love and how i wanted to play it and it, it and it's what I'm doing now, and it's what I've always done. Really, is being a solo artist uh, with acoustic, all kinds of acoustic guitars and uh, nationals, and um, so really, it uh, you know, it's it's a dream come true. And yeah, you're living the dream. You literally are it's living amazing. the dream. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. So there you go. Told you. It's so sound there. Oh, absolutely. Now, we're going to go from that to... Um, this was a lovely story, though, for me. Yeah. I love this guy, honestly. I did. I oh. actually did a radio show on him and my other... Um, yeah, and I think we should actually revisit um, the, the guys who are out for different reasons doing the same thing and the guys who come from a gospel background. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool show. And I think that... Because I did actually record, so I know you weren't there. I'm sorry, it feels mm-hmm. like you're never there, but... Um, 
I must say to the listeners that you are my absolute biggest fan and my biggest support and this whole show is about what is success and when I look at you I see success as a mother, as a partner, as a writer actually and Michael Messer said as much so I'm sorry but I think that you should know that Like, and I'm going to tell you that now and this will be forever listenable for you at least even if the listeners are like <laughs> at least you'll be able to go oh he maybe actually does love me and it's not just pa <laughs> oh <laughs> sound mate <laughs> right anyway but anyway I so this guy is is something that gave me um, a lot of a lot of positivity much like you have done for for a solid however long I've taken the time to be bored with you <laughs> <laughs> right and 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 like you, he's he said the same thing. You know, he's he's grateful for me and 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 vice versa because he took the time for us. Eh? Aye, so I am not sure if we've really talked about him much on this show because because um, we were hoping to get to chat to him and um, didn't want to spoil it too much. But I know I've definitely said on my own show about the f- how you know we how we came across him in the first place. Um, you setting up your. Uh, Solo page, whatever I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to call it. Yeah, I, I folks don't know. Yeah, I started so up my own thing. So you started up your own Facebook page with the Gator rather than just running it off your own personal Facebook, and um, and somehow he came across it. <laughs> I and, and he'd he'd written a song called Gator Going Bite You, and he sent it to you. Yeah, and I think the main thing about the whole success thing is, and I actually I'm kicking myself now because I wish I had clipped some of that. But I, I think we should do. But I think we were going to. I like what you said because he's actually gave us a few good contacts in that as mm-hmm. well. So, and he's played with like James Brown and like well, and the guys. Aye, he's guy, aye, <laughs> the guy is literally the most like interconnected person ever in uh, blues, from one end of the country to the other so in America. So Memphis Gold. Um, he most of his um, music is quite uplifting blues. As um, soul blues, I would say. I I love it. I I I had a whole recommendation of uh, the ones that I loved off of all these different albums and everything. So I I maybe share on my own Facebook. I'm not going to put it on our page. Or why? Why? I'll share the show should, that no, I you did. Should, um, you should no. You, I think you should. I think your listeners will love I, it. I just I was in awe of everything he's done. So if anybody knows anything about success. Uh, this dude fell out a tree and broke his back and was told he was never going to walk again. Yeah. Um. In the hospital, he just carried on writing an album. And he's he's d- actually, this is sorry, I didn't mean to stop you there, but it's actually more impressive than we thought because I just remembered that when I was speaking to him the other week, he actually told me that he fell 45 feet because he used to be a tree cutter. Mm-hmm. Not only did he think he was never going to walk or move his arms again, when he did manage to move his arms and whatnot, he wrote an album and a half. Aye, <laughs> it wasn't even just one album, right? And, and his songs, they're not like wee two-minuters. I mean, this one's your average kind of length of just over four minutes. But most of them are long... Uh, full, full, yeah, uh, like, like a wee story start to finish. Yeah, lots of amazing instrumentals. and So um, so we did that. Now, he wrote the album and, you know, but he's performing. He's walking, he's playing, he's singing, he's... You know, he's looking after his family. Um, he is doing far more than um, a lot of people 
to make sure that the music is kept relevant and it's passed down to the younger generations and it's out there. It's also another. <laughs> I just remembered another fact, and I can't even believe I'm just remembering this. He's also a a, a, um, a writer for the oldest published blues magazine in in the world, the Jefferson mm-hmm. in Sweden. So that's also cool. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to keep cutting you off, but I just keep remember. I keep getting flashbacks because, you know, like we chatted on like the Zoom call, and he was like that to me. He said, um, "He's like, look, I, look, we need to go through this room. That's my granddaughter making noise, and I was in his house with him. You know, same as well. The guys that have chatted with me already, you know, Aye, do I it mean, in I've my seen, house. I've seen some of it anyway. So yeah, um, so you get me. Yeah, it's like it's, and I just keep having these wee flashbacks of stuff that I think listeners would love. And you know what? He knows all of the Burnsides. Mm-hmm. He knows all the Kimbras. I know a few of them myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know more than, than me, to be fair. <laughs> you know the ones that I wanted to add, and then they added you instead. It's because you're hotter than me, let's be honest. <laughs> you're you? 100% here. It's not your approachability, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% not your approachability. Me. So <laughs> we've got Gator going to bite you from Memphis Gold, but we've also got um, Prakash Slim on here. Now again, um, when you think of of just life for him in general, compared to compared it's to ha- us it's here, it's a heartbreaking. But he's, I mean, he's so ha- he's, he's always happy, isn't he? And he's always supportive. Yeah. I tell you another thing as well is I didn't know just the, the detail of that photograph until you said to me. Mm. But in fact, I'll let you tell that story because it's nicer so coming for you. There's um he had a photo shoot done. He does a lot of um, uh, what do you call that? Virtual photo shoots with um. Adam Kennedy for one and um, there's this particular picture of him and he's sitting in uh, how do you describe it it's like it just looks like a, like a square kind of a, 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 a square concrete oh, uh, well if you like right when it's outdoors and um, and it's and he's you know and he's sitting he's got such a infectious smile and um, the thing is the thing that makes it real I think there's a bucket isn't there Yep. there's a bucket yep. in the picture because uh, up until like that that day or that week that's where they had no running water in their house I mean that's you know where he lives that was how they all washed and everything and I think that that's a big realisation that he is now just after months and mo- after I tell you what I've known the guy um, virtually for a long time who he is and that's because I tell you, he's done a scholarship with TJ Wheeler. He's done. He's travelled to Delta. He's done stuff with Iowa Blues um, community. Mm-hmm. He's done all of that stuff, right? The guy has put himself out there mm-hmm. on every level. He is known by all the top musicians. He knew Jimmy Johnson. He knew all the guys that we have connected with, mm-hmm. right? But we are westernised, mm-hmm. and and I think that the fact that he has very rarely got a great connection at Wi-Fi. He's very rarely got the ability to get out and do the stuff that we take for granted every day. Right. And he's now not only playing the national guitar that he said one, you know, remember that song? One day I'm going to play a shiny national guitar. Mm-hmm. Right? Now he's doing that. Now he is connected with us. Mm-hmm. Now he's got his album out. Yep. And luckily for us, we get the privilege of playing it. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I don't know why I said privilege, but <laughs> <laughs> it's because you put my teeth in this morning, did you? Know? 
that's usually I think my problem. I I have se- severe problems. I look at a word coming up and I think, oh no, I've got to say that. I I can almost smash every word gone. To yeah. be fair, teeth or no teeth. Thanks very much. Jigsaw. Get her gonna bite you. <laughs> Get her gonna bite you. So that's <laughs> what we have. And then we have Prakash Slim. And then we're going to have a couple uh, from our next amazing dude, Jeremiah Johnson, who was so, so lovely. And Aspen's so Oh, we so love him. We love, love him, Jeremiah. Oh, she keeps... She, <laughs> she can't even do his accent no, at but all. It's but because it's Jeremiah. Jeremiah! So she, she's got him off in the, the prairie somewhere. Hey, Jeremiah. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know, and everybody's like, how come you got to speak to Jeremiah Johnson? And I'm like, because I asked him like <laughs> a normal person. I know. <laughs> and I, I was there. I spoke to him too. I did. That's I one of those <laughs> ones actually that I was going, oh, have I got, I, you wouldn't hear you anyway because I only cut to the, que- the answers ah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Aye, but I most of these are to your questions. That's what I'm thinking about. I just realised how much rubbish I was talking, and then clipped out the answers to your questions. So, um, I have tried to be on top of it. Sunday's a very busy day in this household. Um, you know, we're usually one of us is moving away from there to here or here to there, and um, so sometimes. Uh, I'm not on the ball, but I do try and share when he does a live stream. So check it out because it's oh, I mean, there's no there's no mucking about there. It's straight into the music, and uh, so I will keep continue to try and be vigilant and get it shared. Aye. And uh, and if you catch oh. me missing it, you know. <laughs> Felt like that was a demander. I'm sorry. I know you're the boss. <laughs> Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we have some Memphis Gold. We're going to disappear for four songs. So enjoy. Hi, I'm Memphis Gold, and you're listening to Galty and the Gator Blues and the new show in Scotland. You better watch out. That gator's gonna bite you. Yeah, this is a gator every Saturday morning. 
That's the gate I'm talking about. Hey, I'm Prakash Slim, and you're listening to Galti and the Goddess Blues and New Soul in Scotland. You 
Well, there you go. I know Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah, I'll tell you what, that's we Aspen's favourite, eh? I think I, because she was well and Debbie Bond. Aye, <laughs> oh, stop spoiling our next shows. And Radiator. Stop spoiling our next shows. <laughs> Honestly, no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking, but... You better watch out. <laughs> Get her going to bite you. Goaty going to put the heat right in you. <laughs> I was saying, Goaty's going to stick one on you. <laughs> right, we are a witch face. <laughs> right, but anyway, I was only joking. Hen. And um, anyway, the point is, actually, we put your pal on. Make the point. Ah, yeah, they. We can, boy. Aye, 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 we are. Look, I've, I've ah, right, I see. You put this in the bag. Yes, right, okay, right, okay. Well, that's what I'm asking. Right, so I. So, only because basically she sat through the whole interview where you had to stand up because she refused to budge <laughs> off your interview chair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's probably why Debbie Bond might be up there with her favourite, but mostly we can safely say. Even though Mark Brassard was lovely to her, I bet she wasn't there for that. I, I think, I think the fact that um, Jeremy was like, "Oh, lovely, I love kids," and um, like, really like ketchup and a side of chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Aspen was uh, blown away by that, and I think that's pretty cool. She was all full of it, wasn't she? I'm going to go out there. I'm going. Hey, Jeremy, I'm Aspen, and <laughs> I, I, this is what she's saying. By the way, this is not me doing a yeah, Jeremiah uh, impression. I'm Aspen, hello Jeremiah, and then she just stood there like, and like hiya. <laughs> <laughs> so that was exactly I. <laughs> so um, anyway, oh, your next song is that where we're at? No, I forgot a bit. I forgot that's, oh, that's going no. in there. Oh no! Yeah, and what was your bit chat? Aye, 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 that's fine. That's, that's what I'm saying. All right, right okay. so we've got. Right. Um, I'm going to put that in instead of. You're doing a bit degree pokeries. It's because we've got so much of these wee amazing wee clips. I so know. let's go on with some Jeremiah. Right, go for it. Yeah, what one? Pick. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let me see. What about Let's we tell? Let's see. No, let me tell the one. Right, go up. Up. Right. Reality. How about reality? This is me naming like naming the bits of charts that is supposed to so remind me of what I was talking about, <laughs> and then I realise in the moment, doesn't it? <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Enjoy. It. It. You know. What what the reality of it is is, and I think that a lot of people in the music industry, like me, and others that are even more successful, you know, you don't re- we didn't realize how easy the whole thing could fall out from underneath you, you know. Yep, and that's it. I, I think we have a fantastic chat, um, and I I feel that I I you know was full of perils of wisdom during that. Actually, yeah. You've probably got time for more of that, eh? I'm going to. I'm just going on now, look. Oh, what about the first one, though? That's it. That's not it. What? No, that's the first St. Louis one. And okay. you're going to spoil the future. Oh, wow. You're going to ruin the future, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to ruin the future. Oh, that's two things I had by accident. <laughs> no. And here you <laughs> The thing that is uh, kind of fascinating about that record is that, you know, we created that entire thing in, in 10 days. Uh, oh, wow. from oh, yeah. concept of you know we, we said we were gonna you know we were shut down because of COVID and, and uh, those two guys weren't even in my band you know uh, mm-hmm. that are on that record and I just called them and said hey uh, you know I'm not doing anything and you're not doing anything and if 
the three of us were to get together, that wouldn't be too dangerous as far as possibly getting COVID, you know? Would you guys want to get together and work on some songs and maybe put together a little something? Uh, and so they said they wanted to. And so the first idea was we were going to just put some songs together and release them uh, online to make a little money because we had, were going broke, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then we, we felt like it turned out so well that I took it and sent it to Thomas Roof of Roof Records and asked him to give it a listen before I, you know, was to try to put it online or whatever. And he heard it and sent me a contract within two days. So the whole idea of this album was to just do something really fast to yeah, help I try mean... to save our, save us. And then here it is. It's got, It's nominated for a BMA. And all the other records, I spent all kinds of time and money and, and, yeah, and, and that. <laughs> well, you know, last year, uh, the end of the year, we finally got to make up the European tours that we lost uh, in 2020. And it was such a struggle to tour Europe, you know, uh, with all the COVID restrictions and then the fear that, you know, at any minute, one country might shut down, or if one of us got COVID, then then we'd be stuck and couldn't continue. And so there was a lot of variables. But anyway, we finally did get through it. But I, I decided that I didn't want to go to Europe again until, you know, maybe a, another year, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, what I w I'm going to do this year is just stay here in the United States and uh, work on a new record. There's a thing, uh, I got a another record to make for Thomas Roof. I think we're going to probably get on that around April or May. It's going to go in and record it. I'm already started working on it. Cool. And so uh, with this, this record, I'm, I'm going to try to do something uh, a little bit unique. I, I, I'm, I've hired one of my best friends and one of the St. Louis blues legend. He's a, he's an old man, but he's a, he's just one of those old dudes who's been around seen it all and knows, knows the blues inside and out, you know? And so I kind of, I hired him and, uh, to kind of work with me on this record and, and it helped me make a, what, what kind of will turn out to be a St. Louis blues record. You know, oh, I want people, well, so many people all over the world have, every time I do an interview like this or, or I'm on tour, ask me, you know, what is St. Louis blues? So I thought, well, why don't I put together an, an album with one of the St. Louis blues legends and have him help me kind of you know, massage it in the, you know, and, and, and pick the songs, you know, and get, get, they're all going to be all my original songs, but, you know, help me kind of get it, that same that Louis sound, of, you know? Yeah. And so I'm real excited about that. So that, that's pretty much my goal. And now that I got this BMA nomination, open you know, door, I, I suddenly got some people, uh, more people are calling me and, and agents are getting a hold of me. And, you know, that's just, something that I really needed bad, you know, um, uh, it's just been tough, uh, still in this post COVID world, you know? How cool is he? I know. I love how like he's done all this stuff and he's still not only approachable, but still admits that he's actually struggled. Actually, much like Colin James did and Colin James is even bigger still. You know what I mean? I'm actually, I, I don't know if there's really words to, um, was that deliberate? No, you hadn't put it on the coaster. What coaster? That one. What did I not put on the coaster? Your cup. So half of oh it was right on okay. and half was off. Ah, right, okay, sorry. Off. I was like, ah, what are you talking about? 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was important, so I had. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be. Oh, all right, okay, all right. And I realized that, that I was wrong. I, I apologize <laughs> again. <laughs> but um, right, all jokes aside, yes, I feel very, very humbled. And I'll tell you, I don't want to spoil any of the future shows like you've tried to do by accident. Make it look <laughs> I've tried to do by accident. <laughs> I know, I know, but <laughs> I don't know. I accidentally look like it's on purpose. Okay. No. no, do you know what I mean? Like that way no, where you yes. deliberately do it, but make it look like an accident. That's what I meant. Or just be accidentally doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, either way, either or. I just believe you're more intelligent than I am, so everything's always calculated, right? But anyway, not tonight, Josephine. <laughs> right. Well, fair play to you. But um, I I feel really really humbled, and we've got some amazing shows coming up. Mm-hmm. We've got some massive people that we're really good fans of as well that we've not been able to fit in, and I think um, we're going to have some chat from in the future. I believe some Johnny Bergen, some I want to say Bob Bobby, mm-hmm. but but I'm not going to right, and I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to say there's going to be more Mark. Because Mar- people might be rushing to listen. Yep, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to say anything about Mac. Mac. Nope. And uh, it's good to do another fellow Donald. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But um, I honestly, Jeremiah Johnson has been one of these guys who, alongside Colin James, I didn't never expected. You know, honestly, to actually take time for me or for you. Not because you're not worth the time either, by the way. I don't mean it like that. Oh, isn't this the biggest tongue tie of a show for you ever? You just, just keep, keep going thinking you've said something wrong that you haven't. I know, I know, I know, Although but I don't Carry on, please. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would have so said that. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, you know what I was, I just don't want to make you think that you're anything less than you are. Because I know you're worth, and I think that they should absolutely, want. in fact, I'm going to, point out and ask for interviews. <laughs> so <laughs> interview Fiona, then I'll be raging if they don't. <laughs> That's easier, eh? Because <laughs> right now, I'm making a bit of a nuisance of it. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I've never loved you more than I do right now. I <laughs> thought you were going to swear. No, <laughs> no, absolutely uh, not. Honestly, I'm, no, going, not. I'm making a bit of a... No, no. <laughs> oh, don't say it's that word. <laughs> Please don't say that word. It's pardon. No, I won't, I won't, I won't. So we've, we've got a wee buddy guy. Yep, and it's related to the previous chat that we were talking yeah, about, how Colin James. James has got this amazing new and we, thing. We were watching his... Um, oh, it's amazing. I can't believe he's... St- did you see? I mean, like, honestly, I've not got that stamina. I know. <laughs> he, he jumped I do. Off the stage. I do, you said. I do, you said. <laughs> he jumped off the stage, right? You told and me. He's, he's rocking out with the crowd. Like, like, Aye. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what else is cool. Tell you what else is cool, right? He still goes to his um his Legends Club in Chicago regularly because our previous artist, Donna Hirola, mm-hmm. who is also a fan of our show. Mm-hmm. Um And we're a big fan of his. Yeah, absolutely, obviously. I mean that goes without saying, I think. But um she's an amazing artist as well. And uh she um so she opened for him not too long ago, maybe uh, a month I or mean so ago. I but you know what? I couldn't let myself like be with that. Right, I was up <laughs> to the toilet. I would go up to the toilet right, at seven o'clock in the morning. Right, and rather than just go to the toilet and just go back to bed, as as I hardly ever do because I'm 
a nightmare. I do my best work in the toilet, right? Mm. So I'm sitting on my phone, <laughs> right? And um, not that kind of work. No, no don't be like that. Don't be like that. I just thought to myself, don't be like that. Don't be that person. If you if you just get I up meant and go to, to the I toilet meant and go I back do to artwork <laughs> and social media and stuff like that. So there you go. See when he's sitting there giving it. Hey man. Oh, don't oh, no, don't <laughs> no, I didn't even that either. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even that either. He's chatting but, on the <laughs> but, but thank you for that, John. <laughs> right, but anyway. So the point was I was like I, I realised this, I was scrolling my nose feed uh, my nose feed, my news feed. Right. Who knows? Well. <laughs> anyway, right, anyway, right. But I'm sc- I'm scrolling my news feed, right? At, I don't know what time in the morning, probably about five o'clock, right? Because that's a regular time, right? So I so I'm going like that. Scroll, 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 group chat, right, all that kind of stuff, right? I'm like, oh group chat. No group <laughs> group check. Oh my god, you're not only dumb you're deaf as well, right? Group anyway. Chats at five o'clock in the morning on the toilet. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Tinder. Right. <laughs> Tinder group. Right, no, but really. Right, so I'm I'm doing this right and I'm like, wow. That almost looks like by the guy in that done a horror video that was live only twenty minutes ago. So I'm like, ah, check. Oh, is it is. So rather than just stand up, clean up, and then go back to bed, what I did do was message her and go, "No way." <laughs> and she was like, ah, "Oh, thanks for the support, man. Yes, way. It was his best show. Red dungarees, and he's eighty six, and he's still smashing it out of the park." You know? Do you know what I mean? And we've just had an amazing email. You'll get to hear it before the end of the show. Yes, boy, yes. I did. I I I, 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 what time, eh? Aye, aye, absolutely. Uh, Another wee song in that one, so enjoy yourself. Thanks for putting up with me.
got the blues. You damn right, I got the blues. You damn right, I got the blues. Told you, I was already. Why you been like that? Oh shit! Oh, we're back. And we're back. So, hello there. You're a nightmare. How? Because I said I'm just gonna I'm gonna do these controls I wasn't doing here, nothing. and you you just need to come on and talk, and you just start talking like you've been on, and nobody knows what you're talking about. I know. So that was Buddy Guy, and up and next for you we have you were you were chatting. I I, I wasn't. I, I can't get. I see there you we were go. chatting. That's you that's doing that. That's not the computer. No, because even I tried to do move on over, that was the software. Do you think it is? Do you think it's the software? Do you really? It seems D. like I. you've overdosed on caffeine today. So. <laughs> no, no, um, joking aside. Yes, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yes, I did speak to him. He, he also classed Colin James, remember? Yeah. As the ultimate yeah. Canadian. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I would love to speak to Colin James. I was like, well, it's not without your reach, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know, we were talking about what he's going to have coming up and everything else. But the the, the main reason... See? Oh, I see. And now. I was putting that over. Oh, yeah, I get see? you. I know. Sorry, it's not you. It's actually... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it is you. No, oh, no it's not you. I know man. I'm joking. No, that one time I was joking, right? I know. I see that, right? So anyway, I was speaking to this guy, Joey Landreth, um, for two major reasons. One of them being a personal kind of thing, because he's playing his slide ability and how he's learned, he's actually relearned the guitar, to be fair, um, to, to play his style. And then I thought, oh, that'd be cool if I could speak to him. So I did, and, and after talking to him and realising that he was exactly as grateful for any kind of success as the other guys were, I thought... Oh, we should stick him in the show, so we did. But he's going to be featuring more shows. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and he's very approachable and a lovely guy. And, and if you don't know who the Bros Landreth are, check them out because I've got new a new album out. I mean, and they're coming to Britain, by the way. <laughs> I know we'll be there, though, obviously. Aye, okay. He's still got a better beard than me. You'll oh, be there no, at least. <laughs> You'll be there. I'll watch the wins. It's only because you don't tuck yours in your wee uh, thing. You know, you don't want to tuck it in yours um, oh. mask. Why? Oh, okay. So you trim it. That's yeah. Aye, aye. Otherwise, it's not hanging out my hole. Do you like that? <laughs> anyway. I just realised something about you I don't want to know. Right. <laughs> right, okay, right, we're done, right? Shh. Put <laughs> no use. I'm turning your microphone <laughs> off now. Enjoy. You know, it, the pandemic has been a real, um, not that anybody really wants to hear anyone talk about it anymore, but it, it, it has been a real perspective shifter for me. And it, and it really, you know, because during the pandemic, I came off the road for two years. Well, I mean, I haven't been on the road since March, 2020. Yeah. Uh, January, 2020 was the last time I traveled. Sorry, February, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I haven't been on the road for over two years. Uh, I became a father during that time. And all of a sudden, any of these ideas of, you know, who I, who I thought I might be are just totally shattered. You know, not that I'm an egomaniac or anything, but it's just, you, you know, you, 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 you start to, uh, you you start to tell yourself stories about who you are when, you know, uh, when you when you do something so public and um, the pandemic really kind of 
shattered that and and made me think well the special thing about what I do is is I get to I get to sort of share my life with other people and um I think it's just really really important not to forget that you know um that that the music industry doesn't exist if there's no one to play music for so yeah you know um and and I think the like the if you go back a bajillion years in the history of humanity music music was always about connection music was always about storytelling really? yeah and community and um i think like you know you can you can be a very serious person in your art but as long as you bring people together i think that's i think that's an important thing and you know um the pandemic also showed us that it, it you don't have to necessarily gather in a sweaty club to bring people together you can do it on the internet as well and absolutely I, yeah now, we've took a lot of pride in that with this show you know bringing yeah. people you know and, and i tell you there's a lot of people that um maybe didn't have fans where we are in scotland now have fans because they were approachable whereas before the pandemic they were unapproachable because they were too busy doing their thing and they were too famous or they were too popular or too relevant in their field or whatever it may be but for once in my career as a musician and as a, a podcaster or whatever, I was equal with these guys, you mm. know. And that, that that was the pandemic. That was that was everybody being flattened to the same level that made that happen. Nothing else. Very true. Cause... See, so I was right enough. About? No, I mean like about how these approachable guys are approachable because they appreciate the same things. Do you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. So um, we're we're rapidly running out of time, and uh, we've got a few and pals. You're like that. <laughs> <laughs> a few, a few uh, pals to play. I, I was, a I was, play. yeah, I was using alliteration there to do yes, that. Uh, yeah. I will, I will never enjoy poetry at university level. That's, I die, you will no, eventually. So. Uh, so this is Cam Kimbera, um, who is one half of Memphis. No, I'm not helping you this time. Memphis Sippy sounds. And um, and hopefully we get a chat to the two of them. Uh, so we've got yellow pea. Yep. Because what other colour would pee me? <laughs> anyway, enjoy. Hey folks, I'm Cam Kimbro. And you're listening to Gaudi and the Gators Blues and New Show.
Aye, absolutely. And that's your favourite, really, isn't it? I just think. I just think. Well, no, I don't. I don't actually have a favourite. I'm just. I think. I think probably because. Can I just? Put I this think it's quite cool though that that um, there's guitar and there's harmonica and there's drum and there's guitar and, and there's singing there's and two. there's only two of them. And then he does the rapping and that as well. Ah, it's brilliant. I think it's pretty brilliant as well, to be fair. And also, you should definitely check out them both individually. Yes, absolutely. absolutely it, uh, yeah. Especially on you um, on YouTube, YouTube if you're at all interested. <laughs> Because you are in my head. Get out of <laughs> my head. Cameron and Kimbra's videos are qu- are really good. They're very educational. He does a lot of uh, tutorials on guitar. It does a lot, and it, blues I think he does a lot to keep his um, grandfather's um, yeah. lineage alive. Aye. And same as Robert does, to be fair. Aye, and, and he actually um, mentions that and aye. sends people over yeah. and everything. So, yeah, so that's it. So, what we'll do one of these days, um, actually, Easter holidays sounds like a good idea, and we can just sit and share all the different links over to our page for everybody. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And, and one thing I'll say is we're looking to put out a live podcast at some point as well, so we all might right. do that soon, eh? Aye, that sounds like an idea. But we're going to leave you now with uh, this fantastic song by Jeremiah Johnson, awesome. Unemployed and Highly Annoyed. And um, I think, actually, on our, on our live, we can squeeze in all the bits and pieces that we didn't do. Oh, you want to? And we can talk about... Yeah, the the actual album and everything. Oh, brilliant. Aye. Yeah. Aye. So Right, okay, right. Enjoy. I'll leave you in charge. This is it. I hope you enjoy it as much as we will. Bye bye. <laughs> Touch, don't.
kind of free.